Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the clubhouse. This is episode 92, the Chicago Bulls, the Dallas Cowboys, the Toronto Blue Jays, and the Pittsburgh Penguins episode. I am your host, Tej Butler, sitting next to me, folks, as always, the talented Mr. Big Dill. How are you, buddy? Yeah, a lot of talents, a lot of things. So, appreciate it. Good intro. I like that one. We'll keep that one for next time, too. Yeah. Uh, anyway, no, things are good. Good. It's uh, Thursday before 4th of July weekend. Big oh, weekend yeah. coming up. Good weekend. Long weekend. Yeah. Back-to-back uh, -back Lakers. So. Looking forward to it. Yeah. We're going for the trifecta, though. The back-to-back-to-back. -to -back -to -back. Wow. So, this is the mid. Well, Kobe Shaq. Back of the back-to-back-to-back. -to -back -to -back. Yep. Year two. With us as always, Mr. Doge. Doge, how are you up there in Clee, buddy? Shame we don't have you live again. Doing spectacular. I, the only way I could be better is if I was down there with you boys. <clears throat> we agree. We agree. Well, that's how we'd be better as well. <clears throat> but regardless, don't worry, ladies and gents. We still have a great pod for you. Don't you worry. We're going to talk a little NBA in our first quarter here. Second quarter, we're going to break down some soccer that's going on. There's a lot of good stuff going on here in the soccer or football world, if you will. Third quarter, we got to get a little ice time with Dill. Because uh, Lord Stanley might be staying tan, if you know what I mean. And then fourth quarter, we're going to break down the ML, MLB uh, <clears throat> all-star teams there. Because uh, they just came out today, so why not talk about them? A couple reds might be on the list. We'll get to that later. So, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, we got to warm it up. we got to stretch it out. We don't want to get hurt during the pod. No hyperextended knees. Rest in peace, Giannis. No bone bruises for Trey on the ref with the ref getting in the way. Major L. Just tough. Everybody's getting hurt out here. So we're going to make sure we stretch so we don't get hurt during the pod. Dill. We know you need to stretch it out. You know you need a long warm-up. Get those legs loose. What do you got for us? Yeah, so yesterday was the conclusion of my second bowling league session. Oh. First time uh, first time in the league, which was last session, we ended up coming in fifth out of like 16 teams somehow uh, with a group of amateurs. Um, the people that we play against are anywhere from worse than us obviously, yep. to consistently over 200 bowlers have uniforms, have their own whole setup, which, you know, just I'm there. I'm just there for fun as the social aspect. Uh, thanks to Tej, his brothers Patch and Mitch for coming out and holding the fort down a yep. couple weeks. Yep. Um, for not bowling, you had a 127 average a couple times. Dude, that's pretty good. So... Um, not too bad. You know, hey. I know I've thanked you, but that was hey. that was just cool to be a part of there. Not too bad. Um, didn't do too uh, too hot this this time though. We ended up not even getting into the the playoff match. Ooh. So Tough. out of sixteen teams, I think our our final place it was like thirteenth, which was oh man, yeah. Playing the lottery though. <clears throat> we are. We are. <laughs> Um, it's a great way to put it, you know. Hopefully, we have a good draft pick. I'm not really sure what the draft is looking like this year. If it's a deep talented draft or 
Maybe just a, co- a couple of heavy hitters at the top. I'll be, I said, I'll be honest, it's a four-person bowling draft, so you better be <laughs> up there. Well. Uh, Those you know it's a four-person bowling draft. Oh, yeah. Either way, it was it was a lot of fun. Um, the point is, is that even though it's something that's different, I'm glad that I gave it an opportunity to compete in. Oh, yeah. And try something new. So, at the end of the day... Rumor, hey... Yeah. Sources say. Yeah. Schefter, he gave me a ring. He wanted yeah. me to double check because he was going to tweet it out, but he wasn't sure. Okay. Said you might be getting your own ball, your own shoes. Yeah. I mean, I, I've i raised my average from when I first started as about a 106 to around a 140. There it is. So it's it's hard to play consistent with house balls. Yeah. Well, they're not. Yeah, because they're not. The you same never know what's going to happen with them. Right. And. Uh, I've I've made some adjustments with my form, um, but it's it's just fun to go and socialize. And at the end of the day, you know, the point of me telling this is to try something new, even if you're not completely comfortable with it. And I think that's a lesson I can take, you know, outside of bowling. So it's a fun time. Looking forward to the session uh, in September because we're not doing this next one. So it's gonna be weird not to have something on Wednesday nights because I've been doing it since like what February. Yeah, for a long time. I would say like all year, basically. Yeah. So, <clears throat> Doge, what do you got for your warm up today, man? Uh, well, I'll start off with with shouts to Dilly the dude. I miss playing my bowling league, so that's that's money. It's good. good I didn't know you were in a bowling league. I I played in high school. Wow. With, uh, with some of my buddies that I was in band with, and uh, it was like a Saturday morning, ten a.m. league in high school. And, uh, dude, yeah, you should. You should get your own ball and shoes. I, I actually had mine in high school. So it's it's definitely worth it. you got to get that custom fit. Did you? We did a little bowling league in high school. Did you? I yeah, I was little, in one of the... I did high the, school bowling league, boys? I did the after school bowling league. And I <laughs> used Johnny B's, shouts out to my dad's, old bowling ball, the Red Rocket. Little 14-pounder, just knocking some pins down. Do you so, uh, might have to bust it back out? Do you remember what your pound is the play? That was what the weight of mine was. Yeet. I I was I started using Zach's fifteen pounder. It was like a. That's a that's a slightly thicker boy. Yeah. yeah. I think my problem is, or at least I'm told by a lot of people, I still throw it too hard, which I don't even try to anymore. But it just like, it's kind of like in in golf where you don't want to slow down your swing, but you just want to go f- like less back in your backswing. You know what I mean? Sure. <laughs> Is that wrong? No, I'm just saying for for bowling, it's like golf, like that you can like just always hit it further. But bowling is kind of like if you can get the ball to the end of the lane, then you don't necessarily need to throw it super hard. Well, right, but my point is that like I, I try to not throw it hard. But you just do, and it just like naturally. I'm getting you now. Right, yeah. so it's hard. Like when I try to throw it soft, I feel like I'm doing too much, and mentally, I'm like thinking about it too much, not just like throwing the ball. But anyway, as a straight bowler <laughs> with not a lot of spin action, yeah, I'm just out there throwing it hard. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's that's what I was doing. Like apparently, you break the speed sensor at 23 over, and uh, wow. most games when I was doing the straight wow. ball, I was no longer had the speed option, so. Do you remember what your average uh, back in the day was, Doge? 
I was like a 130 guy. I think okay. 133 was like 130, 133 was what I ended on, something like that. Yeah, sure. Sure. I had a my tough stretch. Were, my buddies were a lot better than me on that team. Yeah. I had, my other buddy was like a 160 to 170 guy, and then the other was closer to 200 almost. Sure. Yeah. Well, get some of my own equipment. That's the next jump I'm looking for. Absolutely. Just I would another, recommend. Just another sport that I can try to dominate without getting hurt in, but <laughs> get hurt. Anyhow, though, that, yes. that, was, that was not my warm-up. Oh, but, uh, okay. Carry on. <laughs> get to the warm-up, Doug. I digress. I, I've been warming up. 20-minute warm-up for me. Congratulations to Joey Votto yep. for hitting his 1,000th RBI last night in a Still banks. home run. So that was fun. Exciting stuff. He's ranked among the best in Reds history. Uh, Johnny Bench, Pete Rose, Tony Perez, Frank Robinson, and Joey. So he's in good company. Congrats. He's one of the best hitters of all time. He he's a, himself. He's so a beast. Hopefully we can thousandth? go like get a little playoff action for him this year, too. His thousandth was on a home run? Yeah, RBI. Yeah, he had a home, oh, he wow. had a solo home run last night to get his thousandth RBI. I didn't know that. I just saw that he had the thousandth. Cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah Good for him. pretty cool. Big time. Big time. Dude, also, oh, yeah. Kyle Farmer, lifetime, just hit a solo home run to tie it against the Padres in the bottom of the ninth. One Need out. that, Doge. They've been giving the pods a uh, fight. Yeah, we need to give them the business. We need, it's huge for the wild card. We have been. We have been. <clears throat> so, yeah, the Reds are, are red hot. Look forward to talking about them a little bit later. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a few coaching hires to announce in the NBA. That'll be my warm-up here. Okay. Shouts out to the Boston Celtics hiring Ime Udoka. Former Nets coach, former Sixers assistant, former Spurs assistant, former Blazers player. I'm excited. He helped coach some of the boys with Team USA. Rick Carlisle, Carlisle, excuse me, out from the Mavericks, in at the Pacers though. So good hire, I think, for the Pacers there. Uh, former coach of the Pacers, if I'm not mistaken, as well. So kind of coming back, used to the organization, knows how to get to the stadium, knows where to park. So that'll be good for him. Um, Dallas Mavericks, speaking of, they bring in Jason Kidd, former player, former point guard, um, which is really nice. I think him and Luka Doncic are going to be a good little mix there. Um, Absolutely. Who else? There's a lot of openings still, but the other hiring that we have to talk about, Chauncey Billups. Being hired by the Portland Trailblazers, we'll see if that keeps Dame in or drives him out. Some rumors about that. But uh, either way, some really good hires, I think, all around. Uh, I think everybody will be a good coach where they're at. I'm excited for who the Celtics got. Um, he's said a lot of really good quotes and um, is really looking forward to see, said, like he said, bringing out the dog and everybody. So that will be awesome to see. Um, and I don't know. Like I said, which one of those, real quick, do you think is the best hire? Big deal. Does you have one off the cuff? I do like the Jason Kidd, uh, Luka Doncic pairing. I think that'll go well. So, I think that's a really good hire for him. Ed sent me uh, this thing because I think it might be. If I'm, I'm not going to be Homer, even though I do think it probably will be Emang. I think he's sweet. But 
Rick Carlisle is going to be awesome, I think. And Sabonis said that his dad was coached by Rick when he was in Portland as, like, one of the assistants. And he, like, raved about Rick Carlisle. So Sabonis is, like, super hyped to get in there and work with Rick, which could be awesome. And he worked with, obviously, Dirk Nowitzki, who is also a huge, big Euro big who can shoot and stretch the floor. So maybe he could unlock some Sabonis, which would be pretty cool. So I'm going Rick Carlisle if I'm not going to be the homer. But if I'm going homer, I'm going Ime, of course. So um, you look like you had something to say. Yeah, I was just going to say, I feel like the Celtics, tra- uh, Trailblazers, and the Mavs, all those jobs, like the coaches kind of just felt stale there. Yeah. Correct. So it was good for them to get out and, and kind of move on. And I know we touched on it before, but it's very odd that Brad got promoted in, internally yeah. like to the Celtics to run their uh, squad now. And I think that'll be good for him. I think it'll be a good next step for him to see kind of how things go for you guys. Uh, I'm really curious to see Chauncey coach. Like, I loved him talking as an analyst. I loved yeah. him as a player. Uh, hopefully he's like that next point guard good NBA player that goes on to be a good coach. Like, I think Steve Nash has done well so far. Um, yeah. I mean, Jason Kidd didn't have a whole lot of success so far with the Bucks and stuff, yeah, but they but also got... It was weird timing, because they were, like, yeah, transitioning. When, when Giannis, like, one of the... He's two-time MVP. Like, go, like was, like, really upset when he left. Like, that's a... I don't know. That's a feather in your cap, at least to me. Like, yeah. where a star player is, like, this is my guy kind of it, thing. Like I said, it was just, like, that transition period where they were trying to figure out where they were going, and he just kind of got them to where they were. Yeah. Like, not saying that Mark Jackson was going to get the Warriors there, but he was that transition coach for a while that right. the next season they got rid of him, and then they brought in a coach, right. and... Yep. which was an old player like Steve Kerr, and he had lots of great experience, and look at how he's done. Um, so I, I think that they're going to have success. I think the first thing on his agenda is to get Dame on board and keep him there. That's going to be huge if they can. So yeah, I'm very curious to see how that whole situation unfolds. Yep. But. I agree. Well, let's move on then to the first quarter and talk about teams that are still in the NBA playing in the playoffs right bit. 41 points here in the closeout game six. Chris Paul and the Phoenix Suns making it to the NBA Finals after eliminating the L.A. Clippers. Um, just go around the room, give your reaction to that, and like what you think about just Chris Paul finally making to that. Do you think that really changes his legacy? Um, obviously, if he wins, it might change it. But just getting to the Finals, like what does that mean? Like, for your thoughts on Chris Paul, Dill, I'll give it to you first. Whatever it was, when I said Suns-Nets, um, was true. Mm. Not going to happen. Nope. The Suns, that Suns is 100%, that's 100% true. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Um, as far as Chris Paul, having a dude that's been in the NBA, doing the things that he has, like having a trade basically not allowed to go through because it was, it was deemed unfair right. or... Whatever the details were right. of that Lakers transaction. That was the Lakers, right? Yeah, Lakers and the yeah. Hornets. Um, having that kind of give him a setback in his career where it's like, I feel like on the Lakers it would have been like almost a for sure that he would have gotten to the finals by now. Yeah, um, probably. And just had that like big portion of his you know career like where it's he's just more noticed, even though he is to us and like a lot of NBA guys and people who like basketball, but for your average fan, they might not know how successful that Chris Paul has had as far as his career. So, right, I'm excited for him. I think that 
I mean, I've loved Devin Booker since he's been in the league. Um, I think DeAndre Ayton was a good pick. Uh, clearly, they he were not awesome. fake in the bubble last year. Like, they actually had a good team. I think Chris Paul just solidifies yeah, I mean, awesome When he though. jumps around to teams and they immediately get better, it's like, it's okay, wild. like, there's a common theme here, and it's Chris Paul. So, good for him. I think it'll be interesting. No matter who they play, I think that they have a great chance of yeah, I think so. It's funny, like, the karma gods are usually against Chris Paul mm-hmm. when he's in the playoffs. Either he's getting hurt or one of his teammates, Blake Griffin, uh, typically, unfortunately, getting hurt. Um, or them just going up against some super stacked teams, like he's going up against Kobe and Shaq like, or Tim Duncan Spurs. Like, those are teams that are really tough to beat. This year, the karma gods are working and so in his favor where almost everybody else is kind of injured. Um, this season, and they've kind of had not like a smooth path to the finals, but I mean, obviously, you didn't face Anthony Davis very much. You didn't face Jamal Murray. Didn't face Kawhi. Didn't... And you're not facing Kawhi, so yeah. hopefully the, the the stars are all lining so he can just get his ring because he's been cheated. I've not cheated out of him because you know maybe he wasn't going to win him, but it seemed like he never really got a fair shake, especially the one with the Warriors against the Rockets where they missed that, like, 27 in a row, and he, like, pulled his hamstring, and he missed that game. Like, that might have been one of the, you know, the biggest, like, I can't believe he just, like, he couldn't go. And, like, obviously he obviously wanted to, but couldn't. So, like I said, hopefully the Karma Gods line up since they usually don't for him. So it's cool. Devin Booker's obviously a really, really good player. He's got a great story. Um, DeAndre Ayton seems to be proving his worth, which is really awesome, making you kind of think, like, Oh yeah, maybe a center can be an important player if he just kind of buys into that role and isn't trying to do too much. He doesn't have to shoot too well. You don't have to shoot threes all the time. But um, I don't know. It's they're a really fun team. They seem like they got a little team of destiny in them. Um, they seem to everybody kind of knows what they're supposed to do, which is I think really important on a championship team. And Chris Paul and Monty Williams just seem to be running that ship real tight. And it's I don't know. It's fun to watch. So. I'm glad to see Chris Paul in the finals. He's one of the all-time great point guards, if not one of the best point guards, depending on who you ask. So, glad. Good to see him in the finals. Hopefully he can get a ring. Doge, what do you think? Doge, what do you I think? I agree with the take that we're definitely happy for Chris Paul. Yep. Um, take CP3. Uh, cool guy, goofy guy, but long-time vet that deserve to, to be there, but uh, also really excited for the, the young dudes, you know, the Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton, you know, Mikhail Bridges, yeah, combo Mikhail. of some guys that it'll be cool to see them be there and, you know, see how they do. I mean, I'm excited to, to have a bunch of young stars in the league. You can kind of see the next generation of guys rising up, and, uh, and they've been really fun to watch. So, you know, exciting plays like that buzzer beater alley-oop uh, that Ayton put in, uh, earlier in the season, you know. You hope you can see more of that for years to come, so it's exciting to have them in the moment. Hope they can live to it, and then, you know, we'll see what, what comes out of the East with the kind of battered and bruised Bucks and Hawks, so. So going back to that play. I mentioned TD, like, <laughs> someone they play is going to be a little, little beat up, so yeah. we'll see. Going back to that play with DeAndre Ayton on the inbounds, oop, as time expired, Talking about like how things are lining for them, there was the call that 
they had to review for like two or three minutes to see who the ball was out on. They were out of timeout, so that was like a free timeout that they had and a perfect ball, uh, perfect call as far as the play and execution for it. So it was like those little things like throughout the game, outside of just like people being hurt and like who they're facing. Of course, and like of that. course. Like that, like, it's yeah. just something that more proves your point as far as like maybe it's just their year. Right. So when I texted you guys and when I saw that live, I was like, dude, holy shit. Like that was like play of the playoffs, like huge moment, took a lot of momentum uh, for that series. What so. a perfect pass. Like Jake Unreal. Crowder, unbelievable. Like also been a great player. Seems to always just kind of be in the mix. In the he's playoffs. always in the playoffs, yeah. Maybe he, they're not always winning maybe, but he's always in the mix, kind of going in a deep little run. Because yeah. um, he was on the Heat last year, right? Mm-hmm. He was on the Celtics for, Back like, the three finals, of their runs. Like, yeah. And then, was he? Non-Steph Durant-type team going to the finals, too. You know what I mean? Like, oh, hey, somebody new. Like, this team's never been, and these fans have, like, I mean, they've been, but, like, they probably haven't been. Some of them seem to be, like, extra electric, um, which is awesome. So I'm really uh, excited to see that the Suns are going, not, you know, the Warriors or the Spurs yes. or the Lake going to the finals. Are the Hawks going to extend it to Game 7? Oh, man. I know, it's tough. Almost it definitely could be, man. But I don't know, man. It, it's tough. They they beat up on the Bucks in Game 4. But then Game 5, Bucks came back. So it was just like, you know, which, which injured team is going to show up today, you know, because you had your two stars sitting out, so it was it was hard. It's hard to it's hard to tell. But uh they're going back to Atlanta for game six, right? Yeah, yep. Meet me in the A. Meet me in the A, dude. I think I think the Hawks take it to the to game seven and then it's anybody's anybody's series. It seems like Trey Young is much more likely to play than Giannis. I think just so just based on like Trey Young I guess was like shooting around before but he was like, ah, I'm not really ready. So I bet he's ready to go in the A. He's ready to meet me in the A. And I don't think Giannis is going to be ready to maybe even meet me in the Milwaukee for Game 7 if, if they get there. <laughs> um, so I don't know. If Middleton and, and Drew Holiday are just going to bully ball the Hawks like that and Lopez is going to go off, then it probably is over. But who knows? So, Clint Capella's been able to stifle Joel Embiid a little bit, and, um, gosh, who am I thinking of? I'm missing. On the Sixers? Julius Randle is the other guy I'm thinking of, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like that first, guy. First, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, if he can shut those guys down, maybe he can take down old uh, Middleton and Drew, who knows. If Giannis comes back, maybe. But Lopez... So we saw the winning formula on the Bucks without Giannis. Yeah. We saw that if they hammer the paint, the Hawks don't have the size to compete with it. And they don't have the veteran players down low where they can scrap and fight for those like those calls where it's like a big call, like where it's like Bucks came out with such a huge lineup. Yeah. We so this with is with Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, PJ Tucker, Bobby Portis, Crazy Eyes Jr. and Brooke Lopez. They're just monsters. This is the moment where we see if if 
Coach Bud is fake or not. Because if he does not run the I same think... stuff, then, dude, like, you have to, like, you've said this so many times in the playoffs, keep running whatever's working and find the mismatches and just keep hammering it's those. It's like, who cares if Brooke Lopez has 60 points? If he's going to get 60 points and you're going to win the game, just give him the ball every freaking time. He can dominate the paint. humongous. If the Hawks, they need to go at him, drive more, get him in foul trouble, get him out of the game, shrink the court, um, or, or shrink the people for the Bucks on the court, get, like, Pat Connaughton out there, like, start manipulating him. Like, uh, well, if Trey's back, like, if, if Trey is back, yeah, then it's I, like, oh, now Brooke Lopez can't play on the court. Cause Trey yeah, if, they, if they just turn it into a shootout and Trey Young is back and they're firing away from three, then you can't rely on big man ball. Just, yep. like... Right. If they're if they're hitting those threes, like you can't rely on it. You got to shoot with them. And Capella and him have such a good like one two with the lobs yes. that Capella. I didn't see anything tonight like that. No, because well, no, the Hawks can, don't have anybody to drive yeah, and kick it like nobody that. Nobody can create like that for him. And like, dude, that Chris Dunn play where Cam Reddish <laughs> threw it out was the stupidest thing <laughs> I've ever seen. So I'm not going to try to explain the whole play, but essentially. They just weren't ready. There to, was like, no the reason for him to run behind the guy who's driving. Just like, didn't... stay in the corner. There's seven seconds left on the shot clock. I mean, he's if wide he open passes too, it to just... you, that I don't know. They just kind of are coming together, and I think that uh, John Collins got hurt, right? Uh, when? Like he's like he's he was he hurt early in his career, right? Mm, I don't think so. He got he definitely missed a lot of time for PEDs. Okay, that's what it was. Like a season, maybe, or close well, to it. Yeah, I don't think that's necessarily highly viewed upon. So, like, I don't know. I think Nobody that, ever talks about it now, so... Yeah. You know what I mean? I think there's a couple guys like that. That's all right. What are you going to do? I don't know. I think that if they play the same way tonight, or as they did tonight, they could end up winning that game in Atlanta. But without Trey, dude, it's like winning two straight against the Bucks is going to be difficult, even without Giannis. Yeah. And I was dead serious when I said that just at this point, trade Giannis, get a bunch in return. Get out of here, dude. You are such a hater. Dude. <laughs> I'm not even going to let you. No. All right. We'll if you're on. Kawhi Leonard, you're staying You're staying in L.A., correct? Like you're resigning, super max it up. Or you're like thinking about going to the Mavs or the Heat, like the report that came out today. Go to like the Trailblazers with Dame. Dude, we've no heard run. this story before. He was mad with the trainers. Yep. For misdiagnosing an injury. Like we've we've been through this story before. He left the Spurs. That's exactly like part of the reason that tore him apart from them. Yeah, but like the Spurs were also not like as good either. Like the Clippers would be in the finals if Kawhi played, I think. Or at least would have been like close enough to where he could go shake his hat and be like, Alright. <sighs> I don't know, man. I mean, right before that injury, the Spurs were that good. They were that good. They were, like, giving the Warriors a hard series. Yeah, but I I know it was one game. It was one game, actually, low-key. But they were smoking them by, like, 20 points. But Kawhi landed funny on the guy. I don't know. Dude. It's freaking Pachulia's fault. We all know it's Pachulia's fault. Everybody knows it's Pachulia's fault. He ruined everything. Zaza, we don't like you, but you could come on the pod. We he really mind. did start the Warriors, you know, dominant run. He's the one who started it. 
Yeah. If you think about it. How ironic that Steph had all these Don't ankle injuries. Don't you give him that. I'm not doing that. I'm not giving him the credit. Steph had no all chance. these ankle injuries. They're going to lose the Spurs. Zaza comes out, gives out an ankle injury to Kawhi. They go on for five years and just dominate. I hate Kawhi's so good, man. I do think they would be at least a game seven. Like, is are the Suns then the team of destiny? Which they certainly could have been, but I I agree that Kawhi being there, they they absolutely give them the series. Maybe the Clippers even win. I'm they might saying, even win the. I'm saying like, the Spurs were that good. They were very good, but with Lamarcus Aldridge, I don't think they were ever going to win the finals. I think this the Clippers could win, could have won the finals this year. Yeah, I mean, Kawhi if, loves to stop Giannis. If Zubats was healthy, you know, maybe. Freaking Zubats, my gosh. Uh, if Tyloo puts in Rajon Rondo, I just it w- it's enti- like listen, it is enticing if like the re- if the Mavs are really like a possibility. Kawhi and Luca is whoa. That's Kawhi. Kawhi being the only the two that came out today are the Heat. So like, why would you leave that? That's a tough. That's my point. It's like if you think if you're like sitting up there in that booth. Not reacting at all to anything that ever is happening because you're Kawhi. And you're sitting there like a computer, plugging in all the data, and you're like, oh man, if I was playing, I probably would be in this game. And we would be winning. And then, oh wait, we'd be winning the series. And then, oh wait, we'd be in the finals. Like, if you're going to. If you're one of the best players in the world, you're probably thinking that. So that's why I think he wants to stay. Yeah. But. Yeah. But I don't know. I think I mean, you got to run it back. Maybe the, Clippers, maybe the Clippers learn from the Spurs and they handle this situation better post-misdiagnosis. <laughs> Steve Ballmer doesn't seem like a guy who likes to lose. I don't know if you... Did you guys see the clip of him by the other way? By the other day of him, by the way, with his buddies sitting next to him? Mm-mm. No. He was like... They were like going on this big run and they were coming back and he like kind of like half stood up and he just like celebrating when he was just like punching his two friends, like, right in the nuts, like, just, like, super hard, like, celebrating, like, ah! just, like, smoking his buddies, like, right in the nuts. And then he, like, was, like, like sat back down, and he was, like, just full-on gripping their thighs, like, as he was sitting down, like, let's go! It was just, like, jeez, he's such a nut, man. And he just doesn't seem like a guy who's, like, oh, we did all this to get Kawhi, and now he's gonna leave, like... He's the type of guy who I feel like would be like, oh, Kawhi, here's all this Bitcoin. Like, just don't tell anybody. Or, like, you know, or something. Like, just something crazy like that because he's like, doesn't want to lose. So, I think Kawhi's here to stay. But Mark Cuban, Mark Cuban could also be that kind of guy. That's all I have to say. Could be. Pat Riley could be that kind of guy. I don't know who the, really the Heat owner is. But I mean, so, if, seems like if you were to go to the Mavs, like, at the end of the day, for him, is he in it for championships? Kawhi. That's what he's... Is he like, I'm riding with Paul George? Well, because... That's what he's got to ask himself. I think the West is still going to be tougher. Like, you have People, Suns. You have the Lakers, who are gonna probably healthy and better. The Nuggets. Um, the Nuggets, who are going to be back. You have maybe all these the Blazers, teams, maybe like, not. The Warriors. The Warriors. Right. Like, you have so many teams. Like, the top five or six in the West are tough. Yes. Where, like... The uh, Grizzlies there, the Jazz are there, so it's like the, you have eight teams in the West that are like good teams. Yeah. If you go to the East, 
as like the Heat. You know what I mean? Like there are. I think as many. I think there'll be teams that'll be better next year in the in the East. But yeah, you're right. It's not. So as like, deep, does he want deep. that chip where he thinks he might have a better chance with like the Heat guys? But I don't know. I, I just I would, think there's no way. I think that the Clippers with the way they looked this um, year, no chance. He's going to the Heat. I don't think. Yeah, I agree. Like a brooming in the first round. Like, why would you join that team? Same with the Mavs. Like, yeah, but they have like future upcoming Luka Doncic. <laughs> yeah, I mean I Bam know. is kind of not even kind of quality. He's Bam is super quality, but Bam is very good. He's not Luka Doncic though. Is the point. He's not Luka Doncic. I agree. And if Kawhi can shut down anybody in the league like he thinks too, maybe he's just like, dude, I'm just gonna go with Luka because he can just pop off. And then I can pop off and shut down the other guy, and it's like, who's stopping us? Yeah. I don't know. I, if I were him, I would like to see him stay with the Clippers. Me too. We never got the L.A. versus I, L.A. battle. That is, like, I was about I, we to need get that. to that. We I was, need it. I, ha- I was just about to get to that, is that we never saw the true... They low-key ducked it this year. Yeah. But, like, that's fine. Yeah. It worked out for them to get past the semifinal in the conference. Yeah. They finally got to the conference finals. Yep. Finally so. got to the conference. Both so did the Suns. Well, not finally, but... So, gut reaction? Chris Paul. Where's Kawhi? He's staying for sure. There's no doubt. I think he he's I from agree. L.A., wants to be in L.A. Super max. He doesn't play a lot of games. Might get hurt. Doge? So sign him up. Gut reaction. Staying? I think he's staying. Okay, so we're a clean sweep. He's staying. Knicks? What? Knicks? Kidding. Just because you're wearing orange and blue? Right. The orange and blue, FC. Speaking of the orange and blue, second quarter. Yeah, good trade. We're on a two-game win streak, boys. The orange and blue, FC Cincinnati. Back-to-back wins against, Col- no, not Colorado. Excuse me, they they beat us. Um, dang. Was it New England? No. We lost them, right? Yeah, for sure. Chicago. Chicago, Chicago Toronto. Fire. Toronto. Toronto, yes. Okay. In Orlando. New Toronto. I was trying to get an order, though. Yeah. Yes, they were in Orlando, yes. Um, now we're going up against the Dynamo, I believe, this week. Houston, yep. yep. Jeff Cameron's former club, Yep. by the way. That's why I knew that right off the top of my head, because I saw that picture they put out of yep. where, it, where it started, where it is now. Oh, whatever. sure, a classic, a classic. Yeah. Um, so that'll be nice. Hopefully we can, get the, we can get another three points and get that rolling into our game against the crew here next Friday. Um, but... Also, we got to say a little goodbye to Jurgen Lacadia. The loan ended. Brighton will be taking him back. We will not be purchasing him out. He was trying super hard at the end of his time. He wasn't, you know, kind of loafing it by any means. So, uh, really appreciate his time on the team. He was a good player, a good sport, coming off the bench too. Most guys of his caliber uh, probably would not appreciate that, and I didn't seem to face him too much. So, real professional. Um, so shouts out to Jurgen. But what what do you think of obviously Jurgen leaving Dill? But then give me a quick, what are your thoughts on the team right now? Something, We're in eleventh uh, place, I believe. Something that we have done since we've been in the MLS is we show these glimpses of improvement, mm-hmm. and then we have a major setback. Yep, I'm I'm hoping we don't have that. This is that again. that step that I'm looking for for us to take. Where even if we lose, we need to look good. We need to show that we're competitive with some of the best teams because Houston's one of the best scoring teams still, right? Right. I know last year they were. I, I really don't know much about them this year. But um, I want to see that from us where we're competitive through 90 minutes, not 
a 30-minute span in the middle of the game or where we have so many shots on goal and The way we we've been score. so aggressive recently with like attacking and the pressure we've been applying up front has been so nice, and I wanna, I'd want i love to keep that going, but who knows if we will. Yeah, so that, that's what I'm looking for. Um, yeah, I, I think that we need to be solid on defense and be more efficient with our attacking opportunities. Uh, Doge, what do you think about Jurgen leaving and then also FC right now? Yeah, so obviously anytime you're on a win streak is is a good thing. So it's been good to see that. And like you guys mentioned and hinted at, you know, it's it's been great to actually see them attacking and, and really being able to push forward and not only get those attacking opportunities, but also to convert and finish on some of those. Yep. So, you know, seeing those guys step up and score – uh, having Alan Cruz and Lucho Costa score in that last game, um, you know, and new guys with Bellarial scoring in the game before off of a free kick, you what know, a goal. you want to see those those new acquisitions coming around and scoring. So having a couple of them there is huge. Obviously, with Jurgen Lacadia leaving now is kind of the time that we side eye look over at Brenner and we're like, all right, you don't have really any any big guys backing you up this is kind of your show now and hopefully he can step up and, and take over that striker role and and be that player that uh you know we were kind of hoping that Lacadia would be when we signed him on obviously kind of that's where the attention turns to now so hopefully uh hopefully Brenner can step up and we stay as aggressive as we've been recently and you know it's exciting hopefully we can trend up and not have that setback like Dill mentioned I mean that's that is something we've kind of gotten accustomed to Brenner is so due for a goal. Like he's just, uh, he's itching for one. We need it. Man. We need his coming out party. Acosta's goal was unreal. It was man. nice. Oh, those are goals that we <clears> have not had. Right like there. those kinds of goals. We've had nobody would ever take that shot two years ago. Where it's those like, are like pretty ESPN. They're showing like Premier League goal. Yeah, like goal That's, of the week. Like right. vote on this, like type stuff. Like, oh, amazing. He's so he makes our team so much more like legitimate. Like he's so good, Acosta. I think Brenner's ready going to be due. We re-extended Franco Kovacic's loan. He plays wing, so he might get those Locadia super sub minutes or sub minutes, um, and come in, um, which will be good. But either way, uh, we're looking really good, and hopefully we can keep it up. Uh, defense has been great as well, so not great, but I mean. Uh, Viasia and Jeff Cameron, I've really enjoyed having on the squad. So and uh, Madrid is great. Jao is good for he's really good on the attack. Obviously not terrible on defense, but um, obviously speedy. So do we play him in mid ever? Like mid ever? Yeah, when we sub somebody in, usually like Hagland will come in for like somebody, and then we'll put Jao in the up. wing. Yeah, which is a decent move sometimes. Either way, it's really exciting to have... I think this is the first time in the MLS we've had two wins in a row. Yeah. So that's like, you know, not that we're like a super old club, but that's exciting to have, so... It's been a few years, and for the first time that we have back-to-back wins, like... Yeah. It's a good step in the right direction. And, uh... It's, it'll be cool to, like, we're going to go into this weekend against Houston Dynamo. We need to just have And we're just, like, we're just like, you know what? We might... We might win this game, which is usually like we said this last year. Be like, all right, Houston Dynamo this is going to be three nothing or four nothing, or like maybe we'll get one. Like, probably not. 
so it's exciting to have goal scorers and create goal scoring opportunities and have a, a stout, decent defense. So, similar in other sports, when you have a guy that creates a threat, like some of our attacks uh, attackers have been, like that opens up the play for other guys too, and then it just starts to kind of gel from there. So, we need to account for if those guys are you know, well, uh, being well defended, how we can get the other guys included where the attention is on them, like Acosta, Brenner, some of those yeah. guys, where then all of a sudden we have whoever kind of move into that position that we can attack offensively. You know what I mean? And I have no reason to think that we can't do it, but I need to see it. Right. Um, <clears throat> all right, so some more crazy soccer um, enough of just FCC. The Euros 2021 going on right now. One of the best uh, soccer tournaments in the world. Happens every four years, in between every two years of the World Cup there. Um, so nice little international team tournament there. Right now, uh, we have four teams left. We have Belgium, Italy, Czech Republic, and Denmark. Um... I believe we only have. No, we've got. We've got. Are we, eight are we at? Oh, excuse me. Eight. We got eight. You've also got. Uh, we've got Switzerland Spain, and Spain and Ukraine, Ukraine and England. I was gonna say that I didn't think that all those games happened. Um, I'm just at a loss of words after France. So they blew a three-one lead as well. So, um, I can't believe that game. Let's just talk about that. Pauly P. And that's a nice goal, I believe. Take him up three-one. And the U, yes, the Ukraine, no. Switzerland. Switzerland. I'm getting my game. I'm getting my countries mixed up here. Well, Ukraine Shakiri. had a crazy goal too. I'll say Ukraine was a wild game too. Extra, uh, yeah, extra time. Um, but Switzerland comes back and scores a 90th minute goal, uh, a header from one of their strikers there to tie it up three three. We go to extra time. No goals were scored in extra time. Some good opportunities. Nothing nothing crazy, though. We go to PKs. It comes down. All the Swiss, their five guys, they make it all. Every, t- everybody, every player hits it. Four Frenchmen hit it. The last French person to come up, Kylian Mbappe. You know, potential player of the world in the future. You know, one of the best strikers, one of the best goal scorers in the world. We have ghosts over here. Uh, we are. I heard that. Whatever that was, that shuffling. Yeah, it literally. We haven't moved, and all of a sudden, stuff is falling. So, Taylor Twelman on the call goes. I'm not sure if this is the direct call, but it was the last. It was either the last time Mbappe missed, or the last time Mbappe took a PK. He missed to the left, and it was saved by the keeper. Well, guess what happened. Saved by the keeper. Swiss go on to move. France probably considered to be the favorite of this tournament. We're up 3-1 with about 50 minutes left, if I'm not mistaken. So, what do you think of that game? Um, Doge, I'm not sure if you caught any of it. We were catching it on the on the rod back, so we were watching some of it. But we were uh, also driving, so we didn't catch it all. But just what a moment in the Euro tournament. And... Uh, it's just what a great tournament to ha- be had because all these great upsets are happening. You learn about all these 
Euro teams, and some of these guys have been playing together for such a long time. Some of them are new, and that's why it doesn't work out. And there's so many expectations on some teams that it just makes for such great drama, as they would say. So, Doge, what are your thoughts on the Euro 2021s right now and that France game? Um, the France game was wild. I, I really didn't get to watch a whole lot of it, so I went back and watched some highlights. But, uh, you know, it it really did just come down, you know, just to teams that were so, you know, evenly matched at the end. You get all the way down to penalties and, you know, to have – it match up five to four and then have what a lot of people think is, yeah, the best young player in the world. A lot of people thought maybe it would be the MVP or whatever they call it. The the golden boot? Well, the golden boot for the most goals, but whatever. Just the could have been like the player of the tourney and yep. yeah, misses right. the, the penalty kick. Um, you know, the day before, the Czech Republic took down the Netherlands and kept them from scoring, um, eliminating them. Denmark, you know taking down Wales and Gareth Bale and kind of the team of destiny a little bit after hopefully um, yeah, they'd be sweet. you know win one for win one for Christian Eriksen after he collapsed and died on the field and was brought back to life so you know they won 4-0 so they're moving on Italy and uh, England looking like they could be the you know favorites England taking down Germany so they actually I think assume the role of the favorite I think they're the most likely to win at the moment right now if you go and look at the odds. but Yeah, uh, I think you're right. Yeah, so you got some big names, but then you've also got, you know, the, the smaller countries like the Switzerland and the Czech Republic that you don't typically see up there. So hopefully, you know, they can continue those Cinderella runs and, and keep it exciting. I would love to see that. A little Ukraine in there, Yeah, too. so Ukraine, Ukraine is too. not that, normally uh, good, right? Game. Yeah, Sweden, they were really trying to park the bus because Sweden had somebody... Uh, go out with a red card with like 10 minutes to go in the extra time mm-hmm. so they they couldn't quite do it and Ukraine scored right at the end there. so that was in the that 121st was minute like Dang. yeah like <laughs> extra extra time yeah. like yeah. you needed all two hours the yeah. time of the, the extra whole time. game so going back to the day of uh, Croatia Spain and then yeah. France Switzerland so there were 14 goals between the two games plus the penalty kicks but we're not going to count those in but um, Croatia putting Spain kind of on the brink of elimination as well. I yeah. mean, they were down 3-1, came back, to, uh, scored two goals. I thought that's kind of how it played out. But then in the uh, extra time, Spain ended up netting two, so they won yeah. 5-3. But a lot of goals there. And then obviously we goals. talked about France and Switzerland. Like 3-3, a lot of goals. It was 1-0 Switzerland, 3-1 France, 3-3 tie, extra yeah. time penalties. Like yeah. That's like an all-time game that uh, Kareem Benzema had two – goals and then Pogba and then it was like there's that all time picture I don't know if you've seen it going around of that guy who's like super upset when they're down 3-1 and then he's like they just like flash to him later when it's 3-3 and he's like got his shirt off and he's just like going just ballistic and yeah. he's just like screaming For like sure. this guy's just like oh it's awesome cause like most people like the odds were not in Swiss, uh, the Swiss favor like no you're, you're gonna put your money on France France is supposed to dominate everybody right. they're exactly. one of the top teams in the world yeah um Germany losing 2 nothing to England. Like, that was a shocker for me to see. And then Harry Kane just old test and proven. You know, Harry Kane out here just netting one for the for the win. I mean, it was 1-0 when he put it in in the 86. But, like, after it's 2-0 with four minutes to go. Clincher. Yeah. I mean, that's going to clinch it. So, uh, game starts tomorrow at noon and 3 uh, p.m. Eastern time. 
with Switzerland and Spain. Yep. Battle of the S is there. Sure. And then Belgium and Italy, uh, Italy at three. So um, the moving forward under the weekend are the other matchups. But I don't know. I mean, it's been good so far. I haven't actually been able to see any of the games other than hearing the probably the best game of the tournament so far with... Uh, yeah, just like listening to it. Right? Yeah, so between France and Switzerland on the way back home. So, Doge, you were out sailing, I think, still, so... I was. Sure. <laughs> away. Yeah. We, uh, we went through a lot of different emotions during that sailing trip. It was really <laughs> rainy for a little bit there. <laughs> it went from... We were trying to set the thing up, the sail, the, the line snapped at the very top. We had to tip the sailboat over, latch it back on... Yep. Then we, as soon as we got out there, it starts pouring down rain. Yep. And then the wind completely dies. We couldn't move anywhere. We're thinking we're gonna have to row this bad boy back. Yep. And then the wind graced us with its presence again. We we got ourselves back in there. But uh, that was a good time. Went out with the Butler fam. Oh yeah. Shout out Sleaze. You think you could uh, sail across the seven seas now? Oh, absolutely! Yeah, I've I've put uh, some bids in on some boats, and I'm just gonna live on the water. A little catamaran action there for you, Dose. I am I am seaworthy. Is oh, that yeah. on uh, boatbid.net? Uh, yeah. Okay. How'd you know? Are you also trying? To He's selling out? his boats on boatbid. Yeah, so. I've been actively selling all my sailboats on boatbid.net. Well, you could have just cut me a deal. We didn't have to use this middleman. Well, yeah. Shouts out though. Um, he didn't know. He, he just got into boating, Doge. Yeah, we both did. I just started the, you know, being a broker for selling and receiving boats, and then you're just buying boats. So, big boat broker. Any other soccer thoughts before we go to halftime, boys? No, I. You know, we can <laughs> sail right through it. Uh, that Belgium Italy game is gonna be sick. Yes. Very I'm kind of wanting this Ukraine upset on England on Saturday. Wow. Wow. I have some Ukrainian ties. Do it, do it for Chernobyl. Jesus. Like the show? Yeah. <laughs> no, like the like the Ukrainian city. <laughs> like the mini city? Uh, mini city. The mini episode? Mini... What is the it mini series? <laughs> the mini city, Chernobyl. The mini city. I couldn't series. think of what that word was, but the mini series, Chernobyl on Very HBO. Very good mini series. I mean, honestly, it's rated as one of the top five like shows of all time. So the mini city. <laughs> all right, cool. is that <laughs> no, halftime? Moving on to halftime. <laughs> right back at you, Doge. Where can you tell us how to find? Where can you tell us? Can you tell us how to find the clubhouse social media stuff? I can. You can find us on Facebook at the clubhouse. Twitter and Instagram are at clubhouse underscore TCSN, which stands for. Whoa. The Chiefs Network. Sure. <laughs> so give us a follow, subscribe. And, uh, yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Big deal. Where can we find the, uh... Yeah, you can find all of our information on theboatbid.net. <laughs> <laughs> no, for the Cheap Seats Network. Is that a real website? No, I just looked them both up. Okay. Boatbid.com is for a sale uh, auction, actually. Sure. Oddly enough. 
the auction site's up for auction. Wow. And then boatbid.net is uh, unable to connect because it's not a website. So no one owns those rights. Okay. Okay. But on Facebook, you type in the Cheap Seats Network. It's a couple words. Easy phrase. The Cheap Seats Network. Sure. And on the old tweet, tweet, Twitter. <coughs> At the underscore cheap underscore seats. Mm-hmm. S and stands for mm-hmm. bleep. What? <laughs> Suns Nation, bro. Gotta give it up. Give it up to Suns Nation. Finally in the finals, Chris Paul. Mm. Sailboat nautical. Dang, dude, that would have been nice. Dang. No, SN stands for. Here we go. Soccer Nation. Okay, that would have been. It's like Zombie Nation, but Soccer Nation. Soccer Nation. (laughs) I'm done. Soccer. Soccer. Soccer Nation. (laughs) That's terrible. Uh, uh, okay, we'll take it though. Soccer Nation. You never know. Soccer. Ladies and gentlemen, before we get off of our halftime break, yep. we gotta let you know about something new that's coming. Yep. Something that's rocking, something that's rolling. It is our Clubhouse merchandise catalog, folks. We have. Items like t-shirts, quarter zips, sweatshirts, hats, polos. You want a backpack? We got you a backpack. You need a lanyard for that backpack? We've got you on that. You need a koozie to put a beer in your backpack with to show that you're repping the clubhouse. Double, we've got you on that as well. So, we've got a lot of great items. They're all for sale. You're all going to support us to help us get equipment, other things like that. Take other fun sporting trips so we can get good live audio for you. Um, I don't know. It's just all great stuff. We wear it sometimes, too, so you can kind of like look like you're a part of the team as well. You know, if you want to be a part of that Cheap Seats Network squad. So, give us a shout-out. Give us a thought. And, uh, Doge, I will be letting you make the promo code for this one since Dill made the last one. What do you got for us? Whatever you want. Oh, put me on the spot here. Well, the last one was what, Cheap Seats 20, I believe? I have a great one. Wow. He's got a great one, he says. Should we just give it to Double Dill? Go ahead. Double Dill. Should we go Double Dill deal? (laughs) I delegate my responsibility to you. You delegate? Yes. Okay. Oh, boy. Boat bid 20. I don't dislike it. Because, look, we want to we wanna give back to the people who actually listen to our ridiculous banter. If you got through the boat bid part, you know, you're, you're, a, true, you're a lifer. That's true. So, Well, they're already here listening to the promo code, so it could literally be anything. It's true. <laughs> yeah, but if they stuck through the boat bid conversation... 
Oh yeah, then they're they're here for it. Like if they didn't click off yeah. after that, they're like, what Team the Boat hell bid. is this? Yeah, sure. Boat bid twenty, I like it. Use boat bid twenty. Follow the instructions in the catalog, which you need to email. The email, which is excuse me, I just want to get a double checked here, make sure we're at the right spot. Clubhouse Sports Podcast at gmail.com. So put your order in, send us an email, hit us up with those sizes. We'll order them for you, we'll send them to you, and you can look all swaggy here for the summer. Yeah, we're going to have to make another order here. Stuff is just flying off the shelf. Oh, yeah, flying off the shelf. I prefer, flying. I prefer. Dill is, Dill is live showing me the shelves, they're empty. There's we've nothing gotta, on we've the shelf. Find more. It's flying off the shelves. Courtesy of <laughs> FT. Yes. <laughs> Dill. Yeah. Third quarter, brother. Ice time. What Little do we got? Playoff. Buck. All right. So. <laughs> I love the fact that. We won in Game 7 as a Lightning fan. As a part of the community. You guys are squashing all the teams of Destiny. Of the Tampa Bay Lightning. The, I never felt the team of Destiny from the Islanders' perspective. Simply because I just don't like them. So I have a little bit of bias involved. And also, I thought it was the Canadians. The fact that they only won three more games than they lost. Yes. Throughout the season, they were the 18th ranked team in the NHL because of the way that the divisions fell, they were fourth in their division. Swept it like swept their team in the first round. I believe it was uh, Winnipeg, the Jets. Uh, we talked about them consistently over the past. What, 10 episodes? The Habs? Yeah. They've been all over the place for us. So, I mean, the fact that... I mean, it was 93 since the last time they were in. We're getting to episode 93. Uh, I mean, we, we've we talked about them a lot. Mm-hmm. Talked about the Habs. Uh, so far, Tampa was outplayed in game two, and we still won by two. Uh, I think that the goal of the postseason so far was definitely at the end of the second period, which is a huge goal to go up 2-1 to one, uh, of Game 2 in the Stanley Cup Finals against the Canadians. Um, Canadians. What a goal. Doge, did you see the goal that I'm talking about? Monster goal. So, with .3 seconds remaining... The Lightning end up getting a diving one-handed goal with a defender right in front of them, and it was like an all-time like, like you know the flying sh- uh, flying goal from Bobby Orr that's like a statue now and like it's like an all-time yep. moment in the NHL. If yep. they end up going on to win this, it's going to be close to something like that in the sense of a moment. Now, they ain't making a statue of it, Dush. Coleman is maybe in Tampa, but Coleman is not. It's a, nice, but it's not a statue. Like if it was Stamkos or Cooch or Braden Point, or just like a it's game two. But you have to win game two. I know you got to win. It's so, just like 
to go up 2-0, to go up 3-0, 4-0, get four um, wins. Like, it's on the road to victory in the series. It wasn't like an all-time legendary moment. I, it didn't feel like that. The goal was unbelievable. I will say that. To win game three, to win but game four. all-time. Just, I put it that way. It's just not skin a statue. There's nothing wrong with that. Sure. Not it just had a similar feel to it where it was like... Who scored it? Uh, it was, I believe, Blake Coleman. Um, you believe, but it's a statue? I, dude, I was in my last day of bowling, man. I didn't get to really watch much of it. There was a minute, there was a minute left. It was my turn to bowl. I went up. I came back. I sat down. I looked on the TV, and I just saw the crowd going wild. I'm like, oh, they're just replaying from when we scored our first goal from Yannick Gord. And then, uh... I checked the the app and it was two to one. It was like, oh, sure, um, sure. Yeah, it was Blake Coleman. So, um, oh, excuse me. What the hell was I talking about? Yon- oh, Yanni Gore's last game. I'm I'm on one right now. Anyway, Anthony Sorelli, Blake Coleman, Andre Palat, little poly game. Um, those are the three goals that we had. Nick Suzuki on the power play for the Canadians for their single their goal, but so far we're outscoring them eight to one, uh, eight to two, excuse me, in two games. Um, I would like to see our power play have a little bit more effectiveness, like it had the entire rest of the playoffs. But if we're beating them in the five on five game, then that's fine as well. You know, I'm cool with that. Yeah. Um. I mean. I don't know, man. I think that they had a good regular season. They brought Cooch in. Dude, they're just a tough team. They have so many weapons that it's it's tough to keep them out. And then if, if Ryan McDonough, Victor Hedman are back there playing defense, Yanni Gord's getting in the in a little little fights here and there. Uh, you have David Savard. You have Bat Maroon, his little oh, bruiser. Like, they just have pieces all over the ice. Great point. And so this is the thing, dude. Like, the first line for the Lightning really hasn't played that well right. yet. Like, they haven't really produced a whole lot. It's been the second, third, and fourth line for the Lightning. So if that's our recipe to success, is to have those lines be successful, then obviously as a fan, I hope we keep doing it. <laughs> I would love to see our big players play big. You know what I mean? And Brain Point, uh, I think it was – Eight or nine games that he had a goal in a row in the playoffs. Hasn't had one since. So he's been shut down a little bit, but it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Nikita Kucherov has 30 points in the playoffs right now, and he's just out here being a beast. Being so. a beast. I don't know, man. It's exciting. Uh, being a beast. It just sucks that we aren't going to have any fans in Canada. Like, just watching that game is just going to seem Maybe that's going to affect you guys. I don't think it will as much as it would. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. I feel like I in the know. bubble it's last year, weird. like, we it's showed good. up in the bubble well last year. So, like, I'm saying having I'm all the other games it. have had fans for, like, quite a while. So, like, maybe it'll just be weird to have, like. Sure. I don't know. Not that it'll, like, really affect you guys. It just could be weird. You never know. Yeah. So, we'll see. But. I would much rather be up 2-0 than down 2-0 to begin the Stanley Cup. Yeah. And I said that 
earlier, I was going to keep the theme of 92 going. Lightning, founded in 1992. So, okay. shouts out. Wow, that's a big theme. 92. No ch- So what's the, what's the key to the Habs coming back? Just sold price, staying hot, or... What's their deal? I mean, they had 43 shots on goal. We had 23 in the last game. Yeah. They completely outplayed us from most of the parts that I've watched the game and everything I've read and seen as far as like highlights and people talking about the game who obviously like were analysts watching and, and paying very close attention to it. Um, only scoring once on 43 opportunities is not going to win you any games. No. You have to be able to score more than that uh, with that many shots. So if they're going to make it competitive, um, which it has been competitive, but I think that after they were a little bit chippy with us at the end of game one and they were trying to, like, like they clearly were just beating the crap out of Kucherov and Point and, like, some of our big, like big players. Smoking a lot of fights. Not, maybe not a lot, but... And then we had that power play at the end of the game where... Uh, John Cooper decided to go with five forwards, which is pretty uncommon. Normally, you have some defenseman on the ice just in case of any sh- any sort of shorthanded opportunities. And I think that was just like a big power move of John Cooper going like, "Okay, you guys are going to hurt us. We're just going to smack you in the face right now. Just smack them." And then for them to outplay us, and we still won by two. Um. It's going to be tough for them. I, I honestly, I don't know. Because I really haven't seen them play a whole lot. I think it's more about the Tampa, uh, Tampa Bay Lightning being a little bit lackadaisical at times. Where they don't necessarily feel that heat of like needing to come out and perform. But then they've shown that they can turn that up. Yep. But they can't get into a rut where for the next two games in Montreal, we give it up and we let them tie the series back up. Yep. Um. At that point, then, I know it's cliche, but it's a best-of-three series. So, I don't think that's what Tampa wants to do. I don't think we want to give them any momentum. I wouldn't want to. I don't think so. Like, yeah, I mean, like, because they're a team that's been on a momentum streak the entire playoffs. So, like, you don't want them to get hot. Like, right. That's They've just been hot. But they do have, do have some young guys who... Quick skaters, um, if they can get to the puck quicker, if they can look like they're skating faster than we are, then I think that's going to help them, obviously. Um, but just being more efficient. Like, defensively, like, Carey Price really couldn't have done much other than what he has done. Like, we've scored just on wild goals. Yeah. Deflections, that dive at the right. end of the game, like or at the end of the period. Between his legs, sliding goal. Like, you're right. not going to score that ten times out of ten. No. Like, that was crazy. And then the uh, the other game where, uh, was it Palat that hit it out of midair? Yeah, that was wild too. Like, that's something like that doesn't really happen. Ninja sliced it. Doesn't really happen that often. So, I mean, they've shown that they can hang, but it's over the course of 60 minutes that it's proven that they can't. Yeah. So, have you guys been able to watch any of the games? A little bit, yeah. I know we watched it the other night. I know we did not watch it last night. Doge, have you watched any uh, for any input here, or you have anything else to say? I was able to stop in during the Crushers games to try to peep a little bit of it, but no, not really. Okay. (laughs) 
I just wasn't sure if there's anything that I was missing that you uh, you wanted to add from your perspective as a non-Lightning fan, but... I just have not been able to catch the games, unfortunately. I got you. Well, Lord Stanley, you know, he's been putting on lots of sunscreen, I heard, so I think he's fine to stay down in Tampa. Mm-hmm. My mom was sending me memes about Andre Vasilevsky and the Lightning. That 71% of the earth is covered by water. The other 29% is covered by Andre Vasilevsky. Oh, this is also something that I wanted to mention. 45% of Brazil is covered by the rainforest. The rest is covered by Manuel Neuer. Manuel Neuer. So all of the like regular season awards, right? Yeah. The... Uh, I always say it wrong. The Vesnia Award... I always say it wrong. Anyway, best goaltender in the league. Yeah. Mark Andre Fleury. What? Second, Andre Vasilevsky. Third, Philip Grubauer from the Avalanche. Uh, Hedman got second for best defenseman, and then no one else from the Lightning got anything. Well, it's because you just added a max player when you came to the playoffs, like a little cooch. It's just funny how, like, yeah, I guess because they were third in their division that like they weren't the best team the entire regular season, but. Weren't there some teams that aren't normally great, like up there, so they're just probably trying to give them some love? Sure. I don't know, man. It's just funny how that works. This sad little cooch. I mean, they're they're in a rather add a little cooch is all you need. Well, it's it's like the Reds, like they're a small market, small market team where they could have better performing players, but because they're in that smaller market, they aren't getting that notoriety that, like you were saying, like, uh, freaking. Buki. Oh, big mook. No, that's wrong. Buki Mets. That's wrong. I was wrong. Oh, really? I was wrong. Oh. I just looked. Buki Betts did not? No. Okay. Either way. That would, see, like, because he's a Dodger, that's totally applicable, though. Like, you would it think may, it would be. It totally made sense. The story would have been real. Right. I would have believed it. So. But it's wrong. Anyway. Um, yeah, just a little bit of hate on the lightning. People are hating. That's all right. Hey, get the broom out, maybe. You thinking, about, thinking about sweeping. If you can't beat us, you hate us, which has been very true. So. Yeah, that's true. And by the way, my call of the Islanders and Lightning, Tampa winning in five, was not right at all. Nope. That was a scary game seven. Yeah, that was, uh, yeah. A couple puckering moments. Sure. Oh, hockey puckering? Puckering. Thank you for noticing. <laughs> sure. Good game, though. I yeah. mean, strong victory. Yeah. Strong victory. Strong victory. Anyway, yeah, as far as playoff puck, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully Stanley wants to stay down there. Lord Stanley, stay down and get a tan again. Not that I want us to lose a game in Montreal. Oh, we'll do it at home for the fans. I want us to win it at home. Yeah. Just the gentlemen's gentleman sweep. I'm going to be wrong when I say this, but I'm pretty sure wrong. that we won it in Calgary when we won it in 2004. Calgary Stampeders. Jerome McGinley. I remember being terrified of that guy. Anyway, we'll have Stats team ring it in, and we'll move on to the fourth quarter. Are you ready? For some football. Ugh, I wish. Okay. Yeah. No. MLB All-Star teams just announced the starters. Full rosters will be announced July 4th. 
on Sunday. Here is the American League. At catcher, making his seventh appearance, Salvador Perez for the Royals. Making his first appearance, but an all-star in all of our hearts, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. for the Blue Jays. Marcus Simeon also, or is that Simon? I think it's Simeon. Simeon. Yeah, okay. I'm not, why do I even doubt myself? Blue Jays, first appearance for him. So a couple Blue Jays making their first appearance. I'm a little bit surprised at this, but maybe not, I guess, because third base is always a good position. Rafael Devers, Red Sox, making his first appearance. Sander Bogarts making his third appearance for the Red Sox, so Red Sox and Blue Jays heavy here. Oh, yeah. Which is uh, makes sense. Shocker, Mike Trout making his ninth appearance. I mean, he's a beast always, although I'm pretty sure he isn't. He hurt. He can't play. He is on the 60-day IL, but he's still got the most votes. Yeah, fair enough. So he's technically a starting all-star outfielder, even though he won't even be eligible to be back right. until afterwards. Aaron Judge making his third appearance. Um, another Blue Jay, Teoscar Hernandez, making his first appearance. So, And if you're wondering, well, who could be the DH? Mr. Shohei Otani for the Angels there, making his first appearance. A lot of first appearances here in the American League. Now down to the National League, and this is what we're talking about. This is what we want, Doge. This is where the boys are at. Did they or did they not make it? The old Cincinnati Redlegs. Starting a catcher, Buster Posey for the Giants, seventh appearance. Making his fifth appearance here in the All-Star Game at first base, Freddie Freeman. Well-deserving, of course. First appearance ever, Adam Frazier for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Nolan Arenado for the St. Louis Cardinals, making his sixth appearance there. <laughs> Boo. The face of baseball, Fernando Tatis El Nino, making his first appearance for the Padres. <laughs> El Nino. Um, Ronald Acuna Jr. making his second appearance. Nick Castellanos, baby, making his first appearance, starting in the outfield. Next to, oh my goodness, his other good buddy, Jesse, good old big wink winker. So we got two Reds in the outfield here starting for the National League. First time, uh, I think, since, God, I wanted to say I heard, I saw 92, but I'm not sure. Um... So don't quote me on that stat. But Reds usually don't have a bunch of All-Stars, so really cool to see the fans really showing out locally and then nationally because, you know, they're appreciating what these Reds are doing with the bat this year. Jesse Winker hitting the hell out of the ball. Nick Castellanos obviously doing that. Just the heart and soul of Cincinnati along with, obviously, Joe Burrow right now, of course, too. But Castellanos, just amazing. So um, really cool to see a couple Reds in there. Uh, who do you think is going to win the game, National League or the American League? And then, Doge, I'm going to go to you first. Just what are your thoughts on the Reds being in the All-Star game and being starters? Not just being in the game, but they're starting, which means the fan vote came through and everybody's appreciating the Reds this year. Um, well, first off, it's it's awesome to see those guys in there. Um, 
you know, two guys that have just been hitting the heck out of the ball, um, batting over 300, like, the entire season. Yes. Um, and just being as consistent as they have been. Uh, Castellanos leading the league in hits and doubles, so he's just going off. It's like, what? Um, right. I mean, it's just, it's great to see. It's great to see. Um, Winker getting really emotional after today's game when they were talking about it in the post-game interview. Um, both them going to the All-Star game. It'll have, be cool to see them, you know, both out in the outfield to start. So it's it's great. Um, I had to take a guess. A little bit of homer bias. I think I will still would take the uh, the National League. I think I like their bats a little bit more. Just a little bit more. Also, shouts out to Buster Posey. Legend old of the guy, game. Old guy baseball. Took the year off for COVID last year. Came back. Mm. And uh, the the article I was reading on MLB.com about the, the lineups, they were saying that Buster Posey already has more home runs than he had in 2018 and 19 combined. Wow. So uh, they're saying he came back rejuvenated after taking the year off. He's batting over 300. So shouts out to Buster Posey, one of the best catchers to really ever play. and make it Always an so game. good. Class, class individual from what I understand. Making an all-star well. game. So... Good, good for him. Good old Buster. He was the MVP nine years ago. Wow. <laughs> Just still in the All-Star game. Yeah. That's so, pretty impressive. Shouts out. Dude, Evan Longoria's having a good year for them, too. They're really out good of this nowhere. year. The Giants are good. I thought he for sure retired. No. Because he was my boy Don't they have another Tampa. guy that is like a retired Ray on their team or something like that? I'm thinking of. Oh, Carl Cueto. Crawford's still playing. Johnny Cueto. Cueto, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, no, I met, no, I think I met Cueto. Is it Cueto or Volk? Uh, Edinson Volquez. Yeah, I met one of the two. I don't remember which one. I just remember their hands being huge. I could see it. I'm going National League 2, just because of the boys. Wow. Hell yeah. Even though Shohei and Vladdy and Judge are just monster bats. But you got Tatis and Wanker and Castellanos are big bats too. That's what I'm Wait. saying. Who's pitching? El Nino. Do you know pitchers? I did not see that on that article. Might not be out okay. there. Okay. I didn't see anything on the pitchers. Don't either. they like do like they like release the roster and then like the manager picks the pitcher? Could be. I don't know if that one's a fan one. I don't know. I don't watch a lot of MLB All-Star games since they made it not important. Like, after they took away its importance in the World Series, kind of stopped watching them. But now, I mean, I would tune in, but I wasn't like, oh, here we go. Like, right now that there's two Reds and two of the boys, I'm like, okay, here we go. All-Star game? Like, sign me up. I'm not sure if you're feeling the same way, Doge, or have similar thoughts. Oh, I'm hyped. I'm ready to watch it. It'll be cool having the boys in there, for sure. And I'm hoping the the American League, I'm hoping they do something goofy where they start Shohei a designated hitter and then just drop him in to start pitching. I need, I would really enjoy that as well. I think that would be sick. Uh, who are the yeah. managers? Do we know that either? Um, I'm not here, sure, I, man. I do have that. And do where is it? It's it in, is in Colorado? Colorado. Denver. Because it was going to be in Texas, and they're like, nah, baby, nah. Hmm. Let's okay. go to Colorado. Hashtag politics. 
I believe that's how that went down. Or was that last year? Last year they didn't have one. It was supposed to be in Dodger Stadium. Because, like, the jerseys are really weird because they tried to combine them both, I thought. Like, with, like, a Texas and Colorado vibe, which is, like, what? It's in Colorado, that's for sure. Next year will be in Dodger Stadium. Uh, And then in 2026, they have the Phillies ready to go. Nothing in between so far. Okay. So, I'm not sure why the gap there, but... Interesting. Anyway. Interesting, yeah. Because I think they were trying to do it in that new stadium because it just had opened, but then... Yeah, so the the managers are always the managers of the teams that were in the World Series last. So, Kevin Cash and... Kevin uh, Cash and Dave Roberts. Interesting. Wow. Okay. Huh. You learn something every day. Yeah. You go in American League, though, Dill. You sticking with your Rays, boys. Yeah, I, I think that uh, I just tallied it up. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. They haven't lost since 2012. They've won seven straight. I think the AL has just as good of a lineup as the NL. Yeah, but I think Nolan Arnato is going to try to do too much with his uh, homecoming. Oh, shoot, you're probably right. I think Kevin Cash is just going to push some buttons to beat Roberts out. Yeah, Still about salty about Blake Snell being pulled, but... Fernando Tatis. Yeah, whatever. The face of baseball. El Nino. I'm not sold yet. Hilarious. Plus, like, get Freddie Freeman out of here. No, he's awesome. Out. Boo on you. Get him out. No. See ya. Alright, better bat flip in the All-Star game. Jesse Winker or Tatis. Wink loves to flip that bad boy. I love it, man, too. Wink's got a good bad flip arsenal. If Castellanos had a nice one, I'd be I'd be excited. I guess you could put in a little Vlad, Vlad Jr. in there. He might do a little nice bat flip. It's I know scary. nothing about any of the other Blue Jay guys, so I, I don't know like if how... Their bat flippage is. That's my I mean, point. If it's Jose Batista, I mean Jose. Yeah. Yeah, like if he's I mean, out he, here. If he's that's throwing a, punches, that's a bat flip. You know what I mean? If he's out here throwing punches, I'm in. I could go for a little like Juan Soto, like running to first base, holding the bat, just freaking adjusting his jock. Yeah. <laughs> He was a. He definitely that did that. That was so funny, dude. Because like, I think he. That's his thing. He does it like every, a b. He just pulls it out for the pitcher, just like. He's just like my name's Juan Soto. He's like, I'll give you Juan Soto. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are clowns. He's a beast, bro. Um. Yeah. Well, who's going to take Mike Trout's spot? Do we know? Like, if they have, do they know that at least? Um, it depends on how it's selected, but the next best guy in the AL uh, outfield voting is Byron Buxton for the Twins. Okay. Old Twins action there. So Byron Buxton was fourth, so maybe he'll be the, the first alternate. He'll okay. be Judge, Teoscar Hernandez, and Byron Buxton. There we go. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what the who the pitchers are. I think that'll really help determine who's going to win this. 
Yeah, we'll have to figure it out. Yeah. Oh, early prelim, national, national for me and Doge. American for Dill. There you go. It is July 13th, so we got about two weeks until it happens. Yeah, we'll have a little time to dissect yeah, it. We're going to have to figure out who the starting pitchers are. Yeah. See what Kevin Casho and Dave Robertso have to say about it. Sure. Dave Robertso. Yep. Sure. Let's move on to our buzzer beater, Zoes. Yeah. Right back at you, Dilly. What do you got for us? Yeah, just, you know, keeping in the realm of baseball. Luz Baseball. Shouts out to Mississippi State for winning yeah. their first ever Get that cowbell out. Get that cowbell out. Need more cowbell. Who doesn't? Love good cowbell. Over fellow rival in SEC, Vandy, too. So, yeah. you know. Yep. Yep. Big big win. Bragging rights. Uh, first ever national title for the school. So, good for them. Wow. That's actually big. Yeah. Like in anything? Yeah. That's huge, then. Yeah. So, yeah I mean, get out, then it, get like, out another cowbell. Like you had, get out your second cowbell for your first national championship. You know ever. you're packing, too. Yeah. Break it out. You might even have to get out the big cowbell that you don't even get out often. It's in the closet. <laughs> Special games. Been say, I have, I've been saving this cowbell for a very special night. It's a shaking case of national championship cowbell. <laughs> and you know what? You can shake it now. Go ahead. So them and Ole Miss, I would love to go to like a good tailgate for SEC football. I heard that the Grove is wild. I heard Mississippi State, them dogs are wild. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I just remind me of that Georgia guy in the video. <laughs> not, I, can't, I can't. Yeah, do we're that. not doing I'm not doing that. That's <laughs> no, great stuff. Oh, dog! It's terrible. Anyway. Yeah, keep it short and sweet with a couple bells, a couple dogs. Who wants it next? Dojo? Dojo. You got to take her. I got I gotta, I gotta a heater to end, it, end the show. Sure. Shoot. I had it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll end it with another Reds take. Started it with Reds. Rolled through the Reds. Love it. it. Shouts out to Alejo Lopez. Uh, I believe that's his name. The young guy that we just pulled up from AAA. He batted four for five today. Got a hit in his debut yesterday. He's been looking nice. So, yeah, Alejo Lopez. Full name Jesus Alejo Lopez. Sure. He's a Mexico City guy. We drafted him in 2015. Just brought him up this week. He's already producing and playing third because Eugenio Suarez can't bat better than 200. So. I'll be honest, I've never heard of him. Yeah. I mean, he, he just came from the minor leagues this week, so I'd be surprised if you had. Cool, cool. He, uh... He's been playing well, so hopefully he can just keep it up. Fill in that spot that Suarez has failed to fill this year. Get on a winning run. Huge. Aquino's back. Had a big RBI double. Did you see the final score of the game today? 5-4. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You said that they tied it up, right? Yeah. Well, they yeah, they walked off. 
Yeah. But yeah, they they did tie it up at one point. Farmer hit the the tying one, and then Stevenson walked it off with India scoring. India looks so good when he runs his hit long hair. Oh. Jonathan. Yeah, that guy. That guy's got some flow, and it's just luscious in the breeze when he scores winning runs. It's gorgeous. Gorgeous. Anyway, um, we're going to skip over that and mention about how Luis Castillo actually had a decent game throwing the ball. He had a no-no until they had the rain delay. Oh, that sucks. It's kind of freaking lame. I don't know if it, how long it lasted after the rain delay, but... Right. Well, remember me talking about... Uh, if it wants to pull it up, maybe. Who? Most wins as a Reds pitcher beginning of the year. We had, we had old LP on. Yep. Tyler Molly, my boy, leading the team with seven so far. So just keeping. Tyler Molly, my boy. Just keeping an eye on my boy, Tyler Molly. That ain't going to be Luis. Not that Wade Miley's giving him a run for his money. He's got six. Starting what about, tomorrow. What about my boy Sonny? Probably three or four. Uh, Sonny Gray is one and four. I went with Sonny too, T. It wasn't the best bet. He's been a little hurt. He's been a hurt guy. He'll turn around. Yeah, I mean, Tyler Molly, my boy, 7-3. Way Miley, your boy, 6-4. Not so Sonny Gray is 1-4. So. Yeah, we need anyway. some more sunshine. What's the heater, T? You bringing the heat or what? Let's do we it. We figured the best way to honor... The year America claimed its independence was to make a box that held that many beers. 1,776. It's the least we could do. I mean, beyond making our beer can red, white, and blue, actually 1,776 is the most we could do because 1,777 seemed a bit excessive. Nick, really the VP of marketing for Paps Boo Ribbon, where you can find this July 4th, ladies and gentlemen, a case of beer that has 1776 beers in it for America. Doge, look at this bad boy. You know you want one. We might have to get one. It's just 4th of July, such a great time of the year. You can do dumb shit like this. You get to dress up in red, white, and blue. You get to go have a little parade. Sometimes, if you possibly can, you get to have some ice cream, light off a firework, have a cookout, get the day off work. One of my favorite times of the year. Always up at the lake, so... I don't know if I... charging for that case? I'm not sure, Doge. I'm not sure here. You can find out on BoatBid.net. Wow, BoatBid's got it all. (laughs) Um, I'm not sure. I'll have to get back to you on that here. Let me find out. Also, that means that you and 99 of your friends could average almost 18 beers apiece. Almost. That is a lot of beer per person for 100 people. Oh, yeah. It's a big case. TJ, you just got to have them airlifted to the island. Oh, man, that'd be awesome. You just drop it down. You'll just get that guy who flies his own plane around and just have him freaking drop it off like a survivor package. And we'll have to swim out to it. Also, something kind of unrelated, but, like, this is, like, a little bit of a buzzer beater. Yeah? Um, 
So, due to my anti-buck ways... You're just a bucks hater, we know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, something that I came up with, Doge, I, you know, just, I don't know, I just came up with it. Bog don't lie. Bog don't lie? Like, oh, I did like that. Like, like Bogdan, Bogdanovich. Like Bog, 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 Bog don't lie. lie. Uh, that's a good one. So, we're going to have to... Doge is going to get off the mic and be like, I freaking hate that. You can just hear it in his voice. Yeah, he doesn't uh, like it. Didn't sit well with him. He's a, sick to his stomach. That's a good no, one. No, it sounds like, some, that's like a good top one. five. Like, if I was on Family Feud, like, top five things Shrek might say, Bog don't lie. Bog don't lie. <laughs> get out of my swamp. Jesus. Bog don't lie. <laughs> Here's the best research I've got for you, Doge. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. The last time they had a 99 pack, it was... Oh, shoot. I just lost my data on it. It was $99. So a 1776 or has got to be like... 1776. No. They'll probably chip it down. It's got to be way less. It's got to be like a grand. Yeah, I bet you're right. Maybe like a smooth 12 hundy. Yeah, nice smooth 12 hundy for <clears throat> just under 18 hundy beers. Yeah, I can't find any pricing for this yet. I haven't been able to find it. I it think you just, have to like call them up and order it. it like you just released. I don't think you can. Yeah, it'd be like serious inquiries only. It where did just you, drop today. Yeah, where are you buying that? Like apparently with a big blue truck and you put it right in the back and you just drive off is what the ad that they all have for it is. But like what what vehicle is able to carry that much weight? I no. just would love to know how long that would last. Or like if you brought that to the island, how yeah, like you're just like alright, free for all. America PBR. Well Jill said if you had a hundred people, yeah, yeah, if you had a hundred people everybody had seventeen point seven six beers. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, get in there. I was, so. I was just doing square Everybody's math. tanked. Yeah, because everyone also has their mixed drink. Well, everybody can do 17. Yeah, 200 people, they all had nine beers. You pound, that's gone at the island, bro. Yeah, it would sure. be toast for sure, but it'd be fun. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's like back in. Uh, I remember Welcome Weekend, freshman year of college. This frat down at the University of Cincinnati had 130 cases of Natty for the old 3,000 beer party. There you go. That took about three hours for however many college students to go through. So it's about 1,000 beers per hour. There you go. Yeah, so the 1776er, you're calling Pabst Blue Ribbon, and you're like, I'll take four. Yeah. I'll take at least... July the 4th. You know? Yeah, that's right. Independence. 7-4, so I'll <laughs> yeah, take 74 right. of them. So I'll take... Oh, man. 2021, I'll take 74,000... Well, no, it'll be 7... Yeah, anyway. How do you think that comes? 
On a crane? Like, you think it's like you open up the big box and there's a bunch of cases in it? Has to be. Or is it like just them all stacked up in the freaking box? Like, that'd be amazing. I think it said that there were 96. I thought it was 99 cases or something like that is what I read. That could be pretty close. 74, yeah. 24 cases. 74, 24 boppers. Wow. Talk about a beer run. I'll be right back, boys. Don't worry. Grabbing the beer. A little lighter in your pocket, a little heavier in the car. PBR. There you go. Pabst Blue. Nasek would be proud. Give me a PBR, ASAP, the old Nasek. Shouts out, Shouts old out. Jimbo. Shouts out to everyone on 4th of July. Hope everyone has a good 4th of July, Dill. Hope you have a good 4th of July. Doge, I hope you have a good 4th of July. If you're listening to this, I hope you had a good 4th of July. I hope you have a good 4th of July, depending on when you get to get a hold of this one. But either way, we appreciate you listening. This is the Clubhouse.